everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Friday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm good. Good. The weekend is here. It's supposed to be a gorgeous weekend, Father's Day weekend. Are you excited? Uh, I'm excited for a gift, yes. <laughs> My around-the-world Disney trip, which I'm still pining for. Yeah, me too. Come back Monday to see if I got it. Okay. Yeah. Right. You never know. You never know. What do we have going on in the Disney Parks blog? Uh, Marvel's newest hero has joined the Avengers uh, in spectacular battle aboard the Disney Wish. That's right. If you're watching Disney Plus, you may know that there's a new show called Ms. Marvel on the channel. And uh, she will be joining uh, the Falcon, Ant-Man, the Wasp, and Captain Marvel in the new uh, Avengers Quantum Encounter, which is a dinner experience on the Disney Wish. So uh, this is an interactive dining experience uh, that will take place when the ship sails in, in uh, July for its inaugural sailing. Looking forward to that. Yeah, very exciting to see how, uh, how that goes. Okay. 1,000 dreams are within reach and counting with Disney Aspire. That's right. We've mentioned before that the Disney Aspire program helps employees and cast members uh, achieve their educational and career dreams. Well, Disney has just put their 1,000th person through the program. Um, they have, uh, who has completed a program and received a degree. I guess they've got 13,000 that have taken advantage of it. Okay. Uh, so, uh, good for them. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a good program. It does. Uh, Adina Menzel is going to be hosting a special harmonious live stream from Epcot on Disney+. Plus. That's right, Disney+. Plus. We know that they're getting into live broadcasts with uh, the next season of Dancing with the Stars that will take place in the fall. And they are going to live stream... Uh, this special Harmonious Live from Epcot on June 21st at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And this will be a special performance, uh, and it will it will only be streamed in the U.S. and Canada as a part of the celebration of World Music Day. Uh, so um, that's, uh, that's the deal there. If you like Adina Menzel, you will uh, enjoy that because she's hosting this. There's a small teaser available on the Disney Parks blog right now. All right. Um, there are 10 ways to celebrate Cars Land, te- Cars Land's 10th anniversary at Disneyland Resort. Well, I think the big thing here is that it is Cars Land's 10th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not going to go into the 10 ways to celebrate it, uh, but my favorite way to celebrate it would be would be to get the new Tomater popcorn bucket. That's adorable. Uh, which is another in this adorable line of popcorn buckets that Disney has. Um, Cars Land... You know, one of those immersive type lands that we now see with Galaxy's Edge and, you know, Universal's Harry Potter lands and Avatar. Uh, I, I think that Cars Land nails it. Absolutely. It, yeah. it is very much like stepping into the movies. So that's uh, that's all we have from the Disney Parks blog. And so we'll head over to Disneyland where we're going to talk a little bit about uh, some movie rumors. All right. Um I've heard, or the some people have heard, that Space Mountain at Disneyland is going to be replaced with Lightyear Mountain as part of the Tomorrowland overhaul. Yeah, we mentioned that at D23 we should get news of the Tomorrowland refurbishment. Uh, and the rumor right now, and you know these rumors usually end up being true, is that we're going to get uh, Lightyear Mountain. Uh, and it might not necessarily be named, uh, be named Lightyear Mountain, uh, but uh, signs point towards the fact that um, it, it's somehow going to be involved with the movie Buzz Lightyear, at the new Lightyear movie, uh, because they do have references in the film to uh, buildings that look like Space Mountain. I don't think they would do anything permanent. You might see some sort of an overlay, but mm-hmm. I don't see them retheming the whole thing for a movie that they don't even know how well it's going to do. 
Yeah, that's that's true. Well, we'll talk about later what the projections for the movie are. All right, so we're back to the uh, Tomater uh, popcorn bucket. That's right. Uh, it released in honor of the 10th anniversary of Cars Land. Uh, the truck bed lifts up to put the popcorn inside. It comes with a strap that reads Radiator Springs. Uh, Tomater is very rusted and uh, I don't want to say trashy looking. And uh, the only reason I had this here was for a price. And of course, there's no price in this story. Um, it is available in California at Flo's V8 Cafe, Fillmore's Taste Inn, and the Cozy Cone Motel. I'm going to assume uh, we're probably in the 19 to no, I was going to say 17 to $24 range. Mm, okay. So uh, if you don't want to buy anything, uh, you can purchase a, or you can get a complimentary complimentary Cars Land button at the park's entrance. You can also always get a complimentary cup of water, which I thought <laughs> that's where you were going with that. No. You can get a button and a cup of water. Um, there is a Guido photo op now available outside Luigi's Rollickin' Roadsters uh, in honor of the 10th anniversary. That's right. Uh, Guido is one of the small little uh, tire vehicles. Uh, from the Cars Land franchise, uh, and he is now welcoming guests to Luigi's Rock and Roller Coaster, and uh, you have an opportunity for a photo with him. It's not Luigi's Rock and Roller Coaster. Uh, rock and Rollick and Roadsters. <laughs> they uh, should rethemed Rock and Roller Coaster. I think, I think the prescription just ran out on my glasses. <laughs> so that's it from California. Let's shoot over to Florida. Okay. Um, the canopy on Tron light cycle. We had talked about a little bit the lighting that they had there. We thought it looked like constellations or something like that. Um, they're doing a lighting test over there now. That's right. The uh, canopy is officially known as the upload conduit. Uh, and this is an upload conduit to the grid where guests who are known as users will race beneath on the light cycles as they begin their competition. Um, the uh, roller coaster launches underneath 1,200 light fixtures attached to the white canopy above the track. And uh, it, for the next couple months, they're going to be testing the show elements uh, of the ride. I feel like maybe I should watch Tron. Yeah, maybe. Um, the Connections Eatery seating is unavailable unless guests have food at Epcot. That's right. And not only is it blocked off, but you have to have your food. So it's not the situation that. like, oh, my wife just went yep. to order. Uh, you must have your food. Um, they now have stanchions blocking three entranceways into the seating area. Cast members let guests in and out. Uh, I like that. Mm -hmm. You know, there's nothing worse than having 20 tables and 15 of them are people with no food, yep. but they've claimed their spot because their wife is six people behind you. In line, and you can't get a table. Yeah, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. There's plenty of tables for everybody who's eating. Yes. Um, but if you have people just waiting, there's, yeah, there's not enough tables for everybody. So yeah. they do that. Um, they did that at the restaurant by the Mexico Pavilion in Epcot, the okay. outdoor one. Yep. They, they've done that. Um, there was someplace else that they were doing that too. But it works out. It works out well. It does. I like it. All right. Um, a temporary stage has been erected at Epcot for Harmonious Live. That's right. It is in the Epcot promenade between the port of entry and Disney traders. Uh, and once again, that will take place on June 21st. Uh, so that's a little a little less than a week away. Uh, who knows how many uh, special guests will be there uh, or what type of special guests will appear. All right. Fourth of July fireworks are going to be returning to Epcot. That's right. After a two-year absence, Independence Day uh, will return to Epcot in uh, Harmonious. They will have a revised version uh, of the tag. Uh, 
What's a tag? Um, I, I don't know. Is it a, a hashtag? Uh, which immediately follows the standard show with a salute to America. Uh, so I guess a tag is an add-on to the Must show. Be. Um, previously, they had a tag called the Heartbeat of Freedom, uh, which was most recently used in the 2019 performance of Illuminations, Reflections of Earth. Uh, so uh, that uh, that's going to be coming in July, right. which is normally when the 4th of July is. It is. It's awful tough to have the 4th of July in August. It's true. Prices have been raised on some items, and some items have been removed from the Tepanito menu. What? I know, your favorite. That uh, That is not good, but they have replaced the uh, spicy calamari appetizer uh, with an assorted tempura uh, of shrimp, onion, asparagus, and red bell peppers. Uh, most of the sushi rolls have increased in price by a dollar, um, and the in- entrees have increased significantly in price. Uh, the filet mignon from $38 to $46. Whoa. The New York cut from $34 to $40. The julienne steak from $35 to $42. Salmon from $32 to $37. Uh, the ebby is $30 to $33. Tori, which I know is chicken because mm-hmm. that's what I get, yep. went from $30 to $32. The hotate went from $37 to $65. What is that? Uh, I, don't, uh, I don't know, but we'll have our crack research staff on it. And uh, yesai went from $24 to $26. Hmm. Uh, so those prices uh, are insane. Uh, the scallop and steak combination has been removed from the menu. Um, and, uh, yeah, prices have just uh, gone up. Even the lobster tail went from 29 to $38. They're scallops. Scallops, okay. Yeah. Scallop prices have almost doubled. I guess. So uh, Tepanito, one of my favorite places to eat in Epcot, but uh, that's getting that's getting costly. We haven't done a sit down meal in Disney in, in a little while. Since uh, yeah, probably about a, uh, well listen, during the pandemic we did we ate there, um, but they've continually um, decreased the contents of that meal. They don't give you the uh, the the soup. They used to give you the uh, soup. They the used ginger to give you the salad. salad. Salad with the ginger dressing. I'm not even sure that that comes anymore. Do they even do the warm washcloths? They don't do. They they used to give you warm washcloths. Then they went to those warm disposable like mm-hmm. handy wipes. Mm-hmm. I don't even think we got those during yeah, COVID. Nothing. So, Which is the time they should have been giving them. Right. So let's talk about fun things. Let's okay. not talk about things they're taking away. No. Let's talk about things they're giving us that cost a lot. <laughs> uh, the buffet is returning to Hollywood and Vine at Hollywood Studios on August 28th. That's right. August 28th, the buffet will be back. Yay. You may know that the buffets have been uh, suspended uh, during COVID, um, but uh, they will be back for breakfast. And do they do uh, lunch there? Uh, they do. So yeah, Disney Junior characters will be there for breakfast. Minnie and friends will be stopping by for lunch and dinner. I mean, that's just great because there's been such a, a lack of uh, character meals. Mm-hmm. So Nice to see them coming back. Yeah. Construction walls have been removed from Alien Swirling Saucers at Toy Story Land in Hollywood Studios. That's right. They were put up late last month, but the walls are now gone, and the ride is in uh, full operation on both sides. Wonderful. Performances of Finding Nemo the Big Blue and Beyond have been canceled at Animal Kingdom. Yeah, that's uh, that's amazing. Uh, it officially it opened on June 13th. They have six performances scheduled for each day. But on June 14th, the 10.30 and 4.30 performances were canceled, and they were not on the schedule for June 15th either. Mm. Um, Six performances are still on the schedule for some of the days, uh, but apparently those two days, the cancellations were reportedly uh, done due to low attendance. Uh Uh-oh. 
So never a good sign. It could just be that people don't know about and it. And it's in such a weird part of the park. I mm-hmm. mean, I think I feel like that attraction was open. The previous version of it was open for years before we actually went back over there. Right. It's out of the way, and it's not one of the like must do's. Right. So. And now that they are not even doing kite tails, you I, can't. Uh, that doesn't draw them in anymore. <laughs> right. Um. Triceratops spin is closed for refurbishment for a little while. We knew that was going to happen, right? Yes, we announced that last week. It is a brief refurbishment. Uh, There's no construction walls or anything. It is a temporary uh, shutdown, and uh, I only think it's supposed to be for a couple of days. Uh, But they have taken one of the arms and vehicles off of the ride. So... um, that's that's the deal there. There's there's not much going on. There is in Dino nothing Land right going now. on over there. How about uh, Disney? Let's see. No, not Disney Springs. We'll talk some restaurants. Okay. There's some new menu items at Mama Melrose. That's I don't know what you're trying. She's pointing oh. at me. I don't know. Well, let's not talk about the summer treats. But uh, Mama Melrose has some new menus, and Olivia's brunch is going to be daily. Okay. Um, What's so Olivia's brunch? Olivia's. The, oh, Olivia's the restaurant. Yes, but that's at a resort. Yes. Okay. Uh, so a lot of restaurants just have some new stuff. Um, over at the Land uh, in Epcot, the Garden Grill and Sunshine, Sunshine Seasons have a bunch of new dishes. Why, why do you, you laugh? You always have trouble with that one. <laughs> well, it's because she's not selling seashells by the seashore. <laughs> um, I was looking. I, I think the big thing here is that Olivia's Brunch, which is at the Old Key West Resort, uh, is now going daily. Okay. Uh, I believe it was a, a Sunday or a weekend. Uh, weekend thing. I mean, people love Olivia's. And that's uh, that's the big deal there. So if you like Olivia's, uh, you can now get that brunch daily. Fabulous. Um, so minivans are coming back, and they have been spotted testing at the uh, Disney hotels. That's right. They officially returned to service on June 29th. Um, they've been sitting in parking lots for a while. They've got to smell probably musty. <laughs> Maybe. Um, but they do have uh, the vans back in service, and uh, we've seen, seen some pictures of them around uh, around the beach club. Awesome. So that's that's good times. It'll be nice to see them tooling around the uh, property. Yeah. Um, some special hotel room rates are available to Disney World annual pass holders through September 8th. That's right. The, there's a special rate available to AP holders for most nights from July 8th through September 8th. And then on June 21st, that deal will open up to Florida residents as well. Um, for example, you can get a room at the All-Stars for $129 a night. It looks like the discount's going to be available at uh, probably about 20 other properties as well. Okay, good. Ms. Marvel. Oh, we we already talked talked about Ms. Marvel. Monsters at Work Season 2 is coming to Disney in 2023. Coming to Disney Plus in 2023. Sorry, Disney Plus. That's right. Uh, It is the uh, story of Tyler Tuskman uh, and the rest of the crew at Monsters, Inc. And uh, like Cheryl said, they'll be coming back in 2023 for their second season. We watched the first season. We did. It It was was cute. cute. Yeah. Um, All right. This is on you here. All right. National Geographic, uh, their Shark Fest is celebrating their 10th anniversary, and they're going to be adding ABC, ESPN, and Hulu for their largest ever programming lineup. Um, so that uh, that is uh, that's fun. Last year it was a six week period. Uh, this year they're going to be putting out thirty hours of new content and sixty hours of enhanced programming over four weeks, which begins on July tenth. All right. Um, every Shark Fest premiere will also be available to stream on Disney Plus as they make their debuts on other uh, platforms. So very if you like exciting. sharks. 
Yeah, it's not as cool as Shark Week on the Discovery no, Channel. No, nothing beats Shark, but, Shark uh, Week. That's usually, that's coming up. It's usually over the summertime, like yeah. when you least want to see about sharks. Exactly. All right. Um, at the box office, Pixar's Lightyear is looking like it's going to have a $70 million opening weekend. That's right. That is what projections are right now. Uh, it's projected to launch with between 70 to $80 million. It's going to be showing in 4,200 theaters. Um, and uh, it's going to be tough to uh, beat last week's champion, Jurassic World Dominion, uh, which debuted at $145 million. Um, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. That's $145 million is a big debut. Um $70 million, Lightyear is a child's children, you know, a, a movie aimed at children and families, so they usually don't do as well as the big action box. But I think they're also a lot lower budget mm-hmm. because you don't need any sets. You don't right. need any of that stuff. Right. It's just the the um, the animation, which is digital mostly now right. anyway. Right. Yeah. They they make a, a larger margin of uh, – a larger profit margin on those, on those films. So uh, we'll see. We have our tickets. And uh, we'll let you know what we thought of it on Monday. Very good. Um, The groundbreaking series Doc McStuffins is celebrating its 10th anniversary. That's right. Ten years ago, a little show about a young black girl who tended to the wounds of her toys joined Disney's television landscape. Uh, the big thing there is that Doc McStuffins was the first sh- first show uh, to, that had a girl of color using STEM technologies to solve problems. So uh, this is, uh, you know, 10 years down the road. And our girls just missed Doc McStuffins. No, Lily didn't. She oh, was no? Doc McStuffins one year for Halloween. Oh, you're right. She loved Doc McStuffins. She was seven when it came out, so... Yeah, she didn't do it for long. No, it was a little while. She And she had, like, the little animal kits. You're right. She did have the little... Yeah, little Lily loved Doc, Doc McStuffins care kit. Mm-hmm. All right, let's shoot over to Universal. Okay, Pride is Universal. The After Hours event is returning on June twenty fourth to Universal Studios Hollywood. That's right. Last year was their debut event. Uh, this year on June twenty fourth uh, at Universal Studios, it's an After Hours event that is held in association with LA Pride. You can enter the park from four p.m. or two p.m. if you have a VIP ticket, uh, and then you. Uh, Get to stay with the general public until 9 p.m. when the park closes to everyone except those uh, invited or who have ticket to uh, tickets to the Pride event. Um, there will be a studio tour running until 9.30. They will have DJs spinning tracks. There will be an L.A. Pride drag show on the main stage in Universal Plaza. Uh, 14 characters will be available for photos. Uh, tickets are $99 each. Uh, general admission starts at $109. Um, Oh, there's a limited number of tickets at $99, but general admission is $109 with a service fee. If you want to get that VIP ticket, that will cost you $219 uh, plus a service fee. Uh, VIP entry gets you admission at 2 p.m., Universal Express to all rides and shows, access to the new VIP lounge, and premium viewing areas at the main stage. Guests of all ages, uh, all ages are welcome, but you have to be over 21 to enjoy the bars. Okay. Uh, Fievel's Playland is mostly reopened at Universal Studios Florida. That's right. Fievel's Playland is part of Woody Woodpecker's Kid Zone, and it's been closed for maintenance for almost a month. Um, but the walls are down. The water slide, which is the big attraction there, has uh, reopened. There are still some uh, small construction uh, walls up, and a small slide is blocked off. Uh, but for the most part, the uh, Playland is open. Cool. It's a nice place for kids. Uh, They've also taken down the walls around Central Park Crepes. That's right. The walls are down, but it has not yet reopened. 
Uh, it closed uh, on June 12th, so it hasn't even been a week yet. Why do they? It's like they. Why do they even bother with walls? I know, right? Well, they refurbished the sidewalk around it, so oh, okay. um, they needed the walls up. Um, but uh, that should be reopening soon. Just seems like a lot of work to put up walls for a week. It does. All right. The new Shrek and Donkey meet and greet location is now in Woody Woodpecker's Kid Zone. That's right. Universal guests will be able to meet them. Um, that meet and greet closed back on June 7th. We know that the Shrek 4D attraction has been removed. So, of course, they moved the meet and greet. And it is now in the building that used to host uh, the Barney attraction over in Woody Woodpecker's Kid Zone. Okay, cool. All right. What do we have going on over at SeaWorld? Um, they have a special price on tickets. Um, they're down to $55 for the day, um, down from $125. Uh, the deal is only good for... Till, June 19th. Yeah, till June 19th. But I can't figure out, even when you go in to try to buy them, I can't figure out how long um, you have to use them. You well, have to choose your day when you buy them. But um, They are. They are dated tickets. There are discounts on the one-day, two-day, and three-day tickets. Um, and you can use your additional days at Aquatica, uh, Bush Gardens, or the Water Adventure Water Park, which is right next door to Bush Gardens. It looks like it might be... Uh, through the end of the year that the dates are available. Mm -hmm. So you can check that out on uh, SeaWorld.com. All right. All right. Do you have any final words? I don't. All right. So have a good weekend, everybody. And until Monday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. (laughs) 